Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. It's so great to have you here with us on this Monday, October 31st. Happy Halloween to all of our viewers on YouTube. If you're listening to us on the podcast platform, we appreciate you doing that. My name is JJ Jackson. I proudly serve as the host of Locked On Blue Devils. And on today's show, we've got to recap Duke and Houston, a secret scrimmage, a closed-door scrimmage, all the terms being thrown out there in the college basketball world. We're going to recap that on today's edition of the program. If you haven't done so already, you can follow our show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked On Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts as you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each day. Be sure to also subscribe to our Locked On Blue Devils YouTube page to watch the show daily. Thank you so much for making Locked On Blue Devils your first watch and first listen each and every day. So much fun to discuss on the program as we had Duke action over the weekend. Nobody saw it. There wasn't a Duke football game to be played this past weekend, but we did have some Duke basketball to discuss as Duke took on Houston in a closed-door scrimmage. As we know, in the NCAA, they have allowed these over the past few seasons. Last year, we've talked about it a good bit, but Duke basketball was able to take on the University of Villanova. They played Villanova, and both those teams ended up going on to compete in the Final Four. We know that Duke won that scrimmage with Villanova a season ago. This past weekend, however, they took on Houston in the top 10 of the Associated Press preseason poll for this upcoming basketball season. You would see our Duke Blue Devils at number seven, Houston at number three. So really good talent in this scrimmage that took place over the weekend. Number three, Houston versus number seven, Duke. And we've learned that Houston defeated Duke. Houston won by a score of 61-50 to in a 32-minute scrimmage. They played a full 20-minute first half, and then they played a 12-minute second half. Duke led or trailed, excuse me, 36-27 at the break and then went on to lose by a score of 61-50. to Again, an 11-point defeat for Duke against Houston. A couple of things, however. Duke was without Derek Whitehead and Derek Lively the second two presumed starters for this team, two really talented recruits that we've talked a lot about in this offseason going into this upcoming year. They did not play in Countdown to Craziness. They also did not play against Houston. Starters for Duke in this 32-minute scrimmage were Jeremy Roach, Tyrese Proctor, and then Duke went big with Mark Mitchell, Kyle Filipowski, and Ryan Young. So they did not have Jalen Blakes or Jaden Shute, Jacob Grandison, any of those guys in the backcourt to start today's or Saturday's scrimmage. They went big with Mark Mitchell, Kyle Filipowski, and Ryan Young. We know that Jeremy Roach uh, wasn't efficient in that one. Jeremy Roach went 3 of 13, had 10 points and 5 fouls. Uh, a bit of foul trouble there for Jeremy Roach. Ryan Young, the transfer from Northwestern, the big for the Blue Devils, was the most productive player as Ryan Young finished with 14 points, the leading scorer for Duke. 
Mark Mitchell had 12 points. The lefty, I'm a big fan of his, out of Kansas. I think he's going to be a dynamic impact player for Duke. The question is, what's his role going to be when Duke's got somebody like Kyle Filipowski and Derek Lively the second? What is the front court mix? And we'll learn more about that as we actually get to see this team play. Again, no one really has footage of this. Duke put a couple of clips out there on social media. They posted photos, but no real look at action. Houston, a really, really talented team. Many people think it's a Final Four team there in Houston, and the Cougars looked really good on Saturday against Duke. Tyrese Proctor struggled a bit, only two points for Duke in the scrimmage. Kyle Filipowski had seven points, and then Duke only played three players off the bench. They only played... Uh, Jalen Blakes, who had 18 minutes of action, 3.6 rebounds for Jalen Blakes at that guard spot. Jacob Grandison had two points for the Blue Devils. And then Jaden Chu only played three minutes of basketball, did not attempt a shot. So only three minutes for Jaden Chu. As a team, Duke was not efficient on the offensive end as Duke went just two of 17 from three-point range. That's 11% for Duke from three. They shot 15 of 41 from the floor. That's 36.5%. Houston was 3 of 9 from three-point range, 33%. They were 23 of 43 from the floor. That's 53.4%. Duke forced more turnovers than Houston. Duke forced 10 turnovers defensively compared to just 8 for Houston. That's pretty good. However, Houston out-rebounded Duke 29-23, something Duke's going to have to work on. Uh, and, of course, they were without Derek Whitehead and Derek Lively the second again. I don't know how much – you can really break down or take away from all of this. Again, considering the fact that Duke was without two presumed starters, Derek Whitehead and Derek Lively II are going to be such integral points and parts of what Duke wants to do this upcoming college basketball season. And the Blue Devils were without them on Saturday against Houston. Good to get the competition. Good to see exactly where you're at. I'm sure the coaching staff is pleased with the film that they got from this. Again, a 32-minute scrimmage, 12 minutes in uh, the second half, they did play a full 20-minute first half of competition. Next up for Duke, they've got an exhibition coming up on Wednesday against Fayetteville State. We'll talk a little bit more about that and also want to spend time uh, discussing some preseason award watch lists that the Duke basketball team was featured in. We'll do that after our first time out here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils. Lockdown Blue Devils here today. We want to tell you about our good friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in depth analysis on every game. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Continuing to move forward here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils, my name is JJ Jackson. Thanks for watching and supporting Lockdown Blue Devils on YouTube. Please be sure to subscribe. We're on our way to 1,000 subscribers. That's our next big goal. Would love to be there. By the end of 2022, help us get to 1,000 subscribers here on Lockdown Blue Devils on YouTube. If you're listening to us on the podcast platform, I'd love to hear what you have to think about the show. Leave us a five-star review 
and write out what you think about the program. Locked On Blue Devils is available wherever you get your podcasts. Next up for Duke, they've got this scrimmage against scrimmage. We just had the scrimmage against Houston. I meant to say they've got this exhibition game coming up against Fayetteville State on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern time on the ACC Network Extra. We'll be able to watch a little bit of this Duke exhibition match, which will be awesome. Uh, Fayetteville State is a team that last season did play a Division I opponent in an exhibition match. They played Maryland last year. They lost that exhibition game to the Terrapins. However, the Fayetteville State Broncos went on to win their conference championship. They went on to win the CIAA championship, and they did, in fact, uh, go on to the Division II NCAA tournament. They did not win the NCAA Division II tournament, but they were there. They won their conference championship. This year's team for them will lose the NCAA Division II Player of the Year, Jalen Seegers. So a little bit of a different team for the Broncos this upcoming season, but a pretty good quality opponent. I think they'll make some noise, not only in the state of North Carolina Division II hoops, but also in the NCAA Division II world as well for this upcoming season. So a good test for Duke. It'll be good to get these guys in full game action inside Cameron Indoor Stadium where they're playing against somebody that doesn't have Duke printed across the chest. So really excited to see what that will look like for Duke this upcoming weekend or this upcoming week. Again, taking on um, Fayetteville State Wednesday, November 2nd. First game of the season for Duke will be on Monday, November 7th. That's my birthday. Uh, They're going to be taking on Jacksonville. And then on Friday, they will be taking on South Carolina State. Next Friday, taking on South Carolina State. So with this Duke basketball team, we know a lot about the freshmen. We've talked about them a good bit and will continue to do so throughout the season. But over the last week or two, the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame has put out their preseason watch lists for all of college basketball. They put out five lists. They put out five lists in total for the upcoming season. And on that list, Duke has five players on each of the lists. Duke is the only school with a player in all five preseason watch lists. So what are those lists? Let's break them down here for you. Most recently, Derek Lively II was one of the 20 players recognized in the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar preseason watch list. Derek Lively, of course, the number one recruit in the ESPN 100. He did not play in the scrimmage against Houston, coming back from injury for Duke, but uh, hopefully he's going to be ready to go for the first game of the season. Again, Monday, November 7th against Jacksonville. So Derek Lively, the second on the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar preseason list. Tyrese Proctor, the freshman from Australia who reclassified to join Duke for this upcoming season. Tyrese Proctor was named to the Jerry West preseason watch list from the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. Jeremy Roach was recognized going into his junior season being put on the preseason Bob Cousy watch list. R.J. Barrett last won this award in 2019, the last Duke basketball player to win the Bob Cousy Award. So Jeremy Roach recognized as one of the top returning point guards in college basketball. One of the 20 guys there, R.J. Barrett, won the award in 2019. Dariq Whitehead on the Dr. J, the Julius Irving preseason watch list. Uh, Wendell Jr., or excuse me, Wendell Moore Jr. won that award last year. So uh, we'll hope that Dariq Whitehead can win it in back-to-back years for Duke. And then finally, Kyle Filipowski uh, was on the Carl Malone preseason watch list from the Naismith 
uh, Hall of Fame basketball awards. Zion won that award in 2019. That's Zion Williamson that we're talking about. And again, so cool for Duke. Those are five awards. The Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Award, the Jerry West, Bob Cousy, Julius Irving, and Carl Malone. And only one school had a player recognized on all five lists. Each list had 20 players going into this upcoming season. And Duke was the only school to have a player on all five lists. Derek Lively the second on the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Tyrese Proctor on Jerry West, Jeremy Roach, a Bob Cousy watch list member, Dariq Whitehead, Julius Irving, and the Kyle Lepowski on the Carl Malone Award preseason watch list. Pretty amazing stuff for Duke basketball as they get set for the upcoming season here in 2022-2023. It starts on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, tip-off on the ACC Network Extra. You'll be able to pull up the stream and watch Duke men's basketball as they get set to take on Fayetteville State. Thanks for making Locked On Blue Devils your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Moving forward here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils, wrapping up our show here today on this Monday Again, happy Halloween to everyone out there on October 31st, 2022. As we take a look around Duke Athletics, Duke men's soccer is the number three team in the entire country. This past weekend, they finished their regular season undefeated in the ACC. Regular season champions for Duke men's soccer. Five wins and three ties. They went unbeaten, and they are going to be the number one overall seed in the ACC tournament for the first time since 2006. Duke will either play 8-seed Clemson or 9-seed Notre Dame on Sunday, November 6th. So about a week off to prepare before Duke gets set to jump in to the ACC Men's Soccer Tournament. And Duke Men's Soccer, congrats to them for what they did this season. They are your ACC regular season champions. Duke Women's Soccer is the number 11 team in the entire country. Over the weekend, they beat Virginia by a score of 2-1 to in the ACC Tournament quarterfinals. They will now move on to the semifinals where they will play number one seed UNC. So they're going to play the Tar Heels coming up on Thursday. Duke, of course, this season has been led by awesome sophomore Michelle Cooper. She has been sensational in her second season playing for the Blue Devils. She's now got 13 goals on the year, 25 total in her two seasons. So as a freshman, she has the Duke freshman record with 12 goals. She has 13 this season, so that is now a career best for her. And no Duke player has scored 25 goals in their first two seasons competing for the Blue Devils in women's soccer until now. Michelle Cooper has now done that. What a remarkable soccer player she's been for Duke. So on Thursday, Duke advances, and they will play in the ACC tournament semifinals against North Carolina. And then finally, Duke football getting set for a game on Friday coming out of the bye week. Duke was not on the gridiron this past weekend. Mike Elko said the team was really rejuvenated out of the practice field, getting set for the upcoming week, and I'm really looking forward to the week ahead here on Lockdown Blue Devils for us to take a deeper dive into this matchup as Duke will play Boston College on the road on Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. You'll be able to watch the game on ESPN2. Duke's last win against Boston College was back in 2015. 
as Duke is three and five all time against Boston College. So they've got the series advantage over Duke. That win in 2015, Duke won by a final score of nine to seven. And Duke won that game on three field goals by Ross Martin. So they didn't need to score touchdowns. They had those three field goals. Duke's defense has been awesome over the past few weeks. Duke right now is number one in the entire country with 15 fumble recoveries, and they are second in all of college football in turnovers per game. They're at two point, or excuse me, 1.75 turnovers per game. It's uh, Southern California right ahead of Duke in turnovers per game. So Duke's defense has been awesome, and hopefully it continues throughout the rest of the season as Duke is one win shy of qualifying for a bowl game. Duke 5-3 and three on the year, 2-2 two and two record in the ACC. Boston College, 2-6 and six on the year. They've got a 1-4 and four mark in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Really fun show today for you here on Lockdown Blue Devils. Coming up throughout the week, we'll have a recruiting breakdown with our buddy Jason Jordan, the Director of College Basketball Recruiting for Sports Illustrated. Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks, Section 17 Podcast will be back with us, and we'll continue to talk about Duke men's basketball as we get closer to the start of the upcoming college basketball season. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.